When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Kinane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, At least that was our initial intentions. Uh, But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals, Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. Hey, stupid nerds. The download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. So you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Give them a little, make them want it. Wait, what are we talking about? Huh? Give them a little. Give them a little. Make them want it. Make them want it. Hmm. It's the March Q&A episode. Oh, okay. First off, product review, the uh, uh, the Husky brand quarter-inch, 20-foot drain snake, bad purchase. Yeah, no good? What happened? Went to the Home Depot. Scar didn't even didn't even un, unfurl, unspool. Huh. I had to pull it up by my hands, cut myself. Oh, dude. Dirty drain water in a cut. So this might be my last uh, podcast. Also, I ate around a lot of mold yesterday on a sandwich. So whatever. That's who I am. Wait, what do you mean you ate, a, ate around? I've been on the road a lot. I came back. I made a sandwich with fixings that I had in the fridge, and a lot of it was old, and I just cut mold around. The bread? The meat? What? The meat. It was tofurkey, though. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if mold responds differently to... That's why I was like, come on, this is this is vegetarian mold. Get out of here. I ain't scared of you. Meat mold? Yeah, all right. I'm not going to fuck with you, meat mold. <laughs> tofurkey mold? Fuck off. Fuck you, tofurkey. I ain't afraid of you. What's going on, buddy? You, uh, you got into some <clears throat> adventures and some mischief yesterday? Yeah, went out. 
on the, with the Jeep with our pal Andrew Orvidal, and I uh, drove it over an obstacle course, which I f- got stuck on last time, and I got stuck on it this time. I'm not good at the things I like to do. <laughs> uh, you know how like you get into stuff and you have a knack for it, and uh-huh. that it encourages you to keep going? I haven't had a knack for something in 20 years. Yeah. I think not patting myself on the back. I think comedy is the only thing I had a knack for mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? And when you're as starting this, you're better than the worst person doing this. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you start something, you should be the worst. I'm like, just starting. Yeah. I'm better than the worst guy at this open mic. Yeah. Maybe I'll keep trying this. Yeah. That's the last time I've had a knack for anything. Everything else. Utter failure. You're off-road and not going well? I'm a total dipshit out there. What are you doing? Almost now? tipped it. Almost tipped it. Are you just too many, too much balls? Not enough brains? Too much balls. Yeah. Too many balls? Too much balls. Too much balls. Yeah. Story of my life. Still the same, too. Too big. Big, big balls, tiny too, brain. Too big of balls. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. You're heading with big balls <laughs> Yeah, just went out there and... Uh, Got to use the winch, so I'm not such a poser anymore. I got a bad winch on the front of that thing for a couple years. Had to use it. Had to drag myself off these concrete pipes that were I drove myself off of. That's the first time you've used it? Yeah. And just arbitrarily moving logs around and shit? Yeah, not out there just uh, not just being a... What's his name from Commando? What's Schwarzenegger's name from Commando? John. I can't remember. It's something like... John Commando? It's like John Log. Or something like it may, may I'm gonna look it up. John Log. Like it's something that's like the most like really. So you wrote that in the script and didn't bat an eye. Nobody's like, oh, of course. It's like it's it's like John Blade. Jimmy Gunn. Hold on. Gun with two ends is a real John Blade. No, let me, okay, hold on. Commando. Drink um, tequila at noon. You're having tequila at noon. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Oh, Ray Don Chong. Forgot, forgot she was in name? the films. No. Oh. That's his name in the... Do you know, <laughs> you know Schwarzenegger's name in Commando is Ray Don Chong? Stick uh, around. Oh, God. <laughs> it is just as good. John Matrix. Shut the way. Uh-uh. No way. You know, my given last name of Matrix. Are you serious? <laughs> John Log would have been better because the opening scene is him carrying a log. God. John, Ma- John Matrix. Matrix. Oh, God, what a great movie. Johnny Fury. And the guy, who's the guy? Bill Duke. The blackest guy I've ever seen. He's always sweating. He was in. He was in Predator. He was in Predator. Yeah. And every time that guy was on, I'm like, yeah. this. This guy's a. Fucking yeah, he is the blackest guy ever. He's the darkest black guy ever. He's always sweating, uh-huh. and he's always like, he's like the same demeanor and everything. I just, I like that guy. I yeah. think I think he passed away. Unfortunately, that guy was always. That was good in every movie. Yeah, he was good there with uh, with Predator with uh, Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body in the acting Spitting days. Spitting tobacco on people's boots. Uh huh. Look like a bunch of slack jawed, and I can't say the, the word he says, but he's something. He's something. Ah. Well, well, that, so that's the Jeep's the, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I Man, drove it home. You wasn't making any weird noise. That's what the skid plates are there for. Hmm. I towed myself with the winch. Mm-hmm. So how does that work with the winch? So you just hook um, it up. 
I, to, uh, I hooked a, it up. A uh, yeah, yeah. I, I found a fence post. Not the best thing, a fence post, <laughs> but it, it seemed sturdy. It was a new fence post out there. A fence post pulled your giant Jeep out. Yeah. Wow. Was it made of cement? I mean, it was just it was buried in the ground well enough. Huh. Interesting. Uh, but, just ripped that thing out. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was a wooden wooden fence post. Anyway, I'm glad I got to use the stuff that I got on it. I'm, I'm glad I'm using it for what it's supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. It ain't a fucking mall crawler. Yeah. Or some other guy I was talking to. He's like, it ain't one of them. It's like one of them Texas Cadillacs that they just drive around, which is actually just a Cadillac. I don't. He was a strange man on a motorcycle who yeah. stopped to talk to me. Where'd Kept trying to up in Gorman, oh. where, where we went. Yeah, they almost killed us that time too. Yeah, remember I went up that hill and we almost <laughs> fell down the hill. <laughs> almost died. Anyway, between infections, I'm really pushing my luck. Well, you're extreme, dude. I'm a I'm a rad dude. You're a rad dude. This rad dude got. Fucking blasted and went and saw Aladdin the musical the other night. This, really? How this super that? rad extreme dude. Oh, yeah, I saw that great pic with your uh, yeah. with, with Rachel's jacket. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was uh, a post. That was, pink leather. I, it was so small, that's why I had to hold my arms up like that to smoke <laughs> some weed. It was fun. I mean, I just a big, I love a big production. Uh-huh. A big theater production. A lot of people just jump around. Yeah, the whole I've never seen the movie Aladdin. Neither have I. And, uh, but you get it. It's a guy, he's uh, not a prince. He wants to marry, he wants to marry a princess. He finds a genie. And, uh, you know, things work out. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the but just seeing the stage production, seeing the light of a big like that stuff impresses me. Yeah, I never thought I would be, you know, like it's easy to knock musicals and Broadway. Like I don't get my dad was always like, I don't care, you're singing. I'm supposed to believe you're a street gang, but you're singing. Well, go watch Star Trek, dude. Like like how like that was everything that he was like. It's unrealistic. Then we just sit and watch Star Trek every yeah. day. Star Trek. I'm like they fucking. Green people and bleep lops, and this is what you're believing, but everything else is unrealistic. But, uh, but big productions, costumes, lighting, the big set design, I've realized that that stuff, mm-hmm. it's a fun thing to see. Yeah. I Part mean, of life I would deny normally. Like, oh, I'm not going to go see a musical. I'm going to go see a musical. Why not? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, uh, I've always resisted it, but uh, I told you a few months ago, me and the lady went, and uh, was up, I, was, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she got bored and left at intermission. I was like, okay. Dodged a bullet on this, but yeah, while I was there, no, I, they're not all good. I enjoyed it, you know. They're not like all, like movies aren't all good. Well, and I, pre- you know, I think that's part of maturing is learning to appreciate things that uh, are way outside your your comfort. You get level. over your hangups. Yeah, like that's nothing I would do. I, I would I have never had a desire to even as a as an entertainer, someone in show business. I've never had a desire to sing and dance and jump around. But like, yeah. yeah, good for you. That's well, and that's my thing. It's like. For what a what a nice relief mm-hmm. to just be. I wish I found it earlier. And, and never like some people like twenty two and they just knew who they were and they're gonna like what they're gonna like and could care less what anybody thought. But I realized all my punk rock bullshit was also instead of being like I'm just crazy and wild and doing whatever. It's like oh no, I have very strict parameters of what I will allow for this filter I've put on my life. Yeah. And it's not the 41. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to like what I want to like. I'm going to listen to whatever. Uh, I'm going to watch bad TV. Uh, I'm gonna, maybe I like musicals. I want to see more musicals, something mm-hmm. I'd never in, entertained. Now I'm like, oh, these are fun to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, if I lived in the Burbs and I had to go all the way to the city for one, that's different. I lived down the street from the Panages over here. We'll go to that. The what? The Panages. <laughs> listen, I, nobody told me how it was supposed to be pronounced P A N T, pant. 
That's pronounced pant. A G E S. That's true. Which I guess is ages, so pantages, which is the proper way, but I like pantages. Pantages. I understand. Yeah, my thing with musicals, I think they would all kick so much ass if they were all just like 15 minutes. Yeah, but you got it. It's a whole story. Yeah. My thing is every time a, some of the plot would get moving, then they'd have to sing a Like, all it is is like, here's the plot, and then they sing a song reiterating the plot. Like, I'm not learning anything with the song. Yeah. Teach me something in the song, too. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I love this lady. Here's a song. I love this lady. And then it's like, I know. You just told me. <clears throat> we should write a musical. <laughs> Honestly. This cheeseburger's great. The cheeseburger's great. <laughs> What's that noise in the woods? Bigfoot the musical? Yes. Dude. <laughs> Bigfoot the musical. You know what? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to say anything else about it. I don't yeah. want to let anybody else yeah, steal this idea. Put that in your pocket. That's good. <clears throat> All right. This tequila's working. Is it? I'm getting into it? All right. Well, suck it down, you yeah. fucking louse. St. <laughs> Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Plus, it's uh, the, the basketball tournament's on today, so I think I'm just going to drink and watch basketball. Not a bad plan. It's a good time. If you like, you like those things. Well, let's answer some of these questions. These yeah. people, these nice people. Q and A. Q and A. First one, Larissa. Do you pay rent at your lady's place, Dave? If not, why the fuck am I donating five dollars a month? Hey, good question, Larissa. I don't live at my lady's place. He doesn't. Yet. He does. He's he's, he's part timing. Yeah, I'm very uh, I'm very <clears throat> strict about that. Like she's invited me to move in, but I'm like, uh, and, her, I'm, and I'm probably give her a little bit, make her want more. I'm, pro- I'm probably headed that way. But no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to officially move in until I can uh, pay half the rent. So, which might be happening soon, by the way. Yeah, I know that. There's going to be a big progress. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> can I tell you a story? Oh, I'm so feral. <laughs> I'm so feral, dude. This yeah, man. Is, this is embarrassing, but it's really funny. Really? Yeah. You got something you're embarrassed of? Well, it did obviously didn't embarrass me, <laughs> but the fact that I got caught. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, here about we a go. week ago, uh, I wake up. <laughs> And uh, I, I, I stay over there. I stay wiping there. your ass on the carpet again? I stay over there a couple nights a week. And uh, one morning I woke up, and she's in the shower, and she takes forever. She's got to shave her legs. And, you know, yeah, the, got the, lady things, too. The, the typical lady thing. It's just a one one bed, one bath. So we have to share that. And, uh, man, I had to piss. Yeah. I had to piss so bad. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. I'm like, God damn it. Mm. So. <laughs> Did you pee in a sink? I pull out a red Solo cup. Dave, no. And, I, and I'm in the kitchen, and I'm peeing in the red Solo cup. Dave, and no. And then she comes in there and catches me. Dave. And I'm like, what's the matter? I had to pee. What? And, yeah. Why don't you just knock on the bathroom door and be like, I have to pee? I don't do that. I That's just... less uncomfortable than urinating in a receptacle for drinking. And then it wasn't that that made her mad. It was the fact that I... I've got nothing to say to you. Feral, dude. No, because you know what you're doing. Do I? Why don't you be like, can I come in there and pee? I don't, like that. I, don't like, I don't like it when people do that to me. Like, when the bathroom door is shut, fucking leave me alone. You don't, don't worry about it. But it's a situation. Don't worry. Well, it's a scenario. Well, I, well, I was like, who, who am I hurting? Rachel and like I, I all the time. When we're, when we're one bathroom, coming in. Not like I peed in her coffee mug. It was, it was, I threw the cup away. I didn't reuse the cup. <sighs> oh, peed, peed in a solo cup. She's still, and you're still together. Mm-hmm. And peed in her kitchen mm-hmm. in a cup. Mm-hmm. Fucking all right. Well, well, there, well, there you go, Larissa. 
That's what your $5 a month is going to. <laughs> Keep Dave flush with receptacles. Uh, throw me a question there. Hayden <clears throat> asks, what's both of your dream cars? That's a good question. What is your dream? And that's interesting for you because you can have your dream car, and you may you may already have your dream car. I got that. The Jeep's My dream dope. car is not a 2006 Toyota Sienna. I'm, well, depends on the package. Depends on the trim. It could be. Rear view cameras, DVD player. Yeah. Um, oh, dream car. Man, I love. I don't even know what the year is of those old, like the old Ford vans, but the flat-fronted Ford yeah. vans where you're sitting over, like you're kind of sitting in front of the wheels mm-hmm. or sitting on top of the front wheels. And I don't know the year. I don't know if they're a Kano lines, but I always thought those were like just on the spot mm-hmm. to come up with. I always thought those were cool as shit. Yeah. Now are we talking weekend car, everyday ride. I guess dream car is whatever you want it to be. If it's a dream car, it could be a classic car, but works. If I'm talking dream cars, I've narrowed it down to two. I, uh, I'd like a, I like an old CJ7 like I used to have. I yeah, had an yeah. 83 CJ7 uh, Renegade. Yeah. One time. I, you can hardly find the CJs anymore. Yeah. You know? But uh, I'd love to have a, a really souped up People hang on 83, man. 84 CJ7. And then uh, also maybe uh, like a, I've always loved the Chevelle Super Sports, like a 69, 70. Oh, all right. Yeah, if you're getting into muscle cars. Oh, those muscle cars. And I know they're <clears throat> mechanically the, the best cars, but just, no, but it's, just it's sheer aesthetics, like, damn, that. that like all the, all the cars from, uh, from Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. like that was some real car porn in that movie. Mm-hmm. Just old, yeah, like 68 Camaros and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get, like, muscle car. I, I just, I can see him. I don't know what's going on, but I, I can look at him and be like, that's good. That's a that's a hell of a car. Mm-hmm. I like that. And the, yeah, old vans. I, I like, shit, man. I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to think about it. I don't have, there's no one dream car. Yeah. Every day, knock around, riding around car. I'd love a. Of course, in this scenario, I'm still living in a van, but uh, like a new uh, Mercedes Sprinter van, like especially kind of. I just saw one of those Ford, up. yeah, those Ford Transits. Wondering, I've been looking at maybe some tour whips. Oh, really? Nice. Just seeing a gas mile. Well, no, well, not. I'm just you know daydreaming on shit, but I like they got new Broncos coming out. Ford's mm. coming out with new Bronco, and this like the, is that coming out? Yeah, and the the it looks like it's pretty true to the old style. Got a badass looking front grill that's kind of true to the older style. Oh, uh, Icon Four by Four. If you want to look at a real cool thing, Icon Four by Four basically recreates classic four. I mean, they're they're like one hundred fifty thousand huh. dollar cars, but they'll take an old Bronco, but basically just take the shell and update absolutely everything in it. And there's also this other company that makes electric off road vehicles, and I'm. Don't know if that's also Icon. I feel like they convert. I don't know. Look up Icon Four by Four. They make dope shit. Hmm. Um, let's get uh, something. Something. Uh, hey guys, Jeff McKeon. Hey guys, who makes the starting five for your all cryptid basketball team, and who's coaching? <clears throat> um. Just cryptids. Hmm. I don't know about five, why basketball. I mean, you're gonna put Mothman in there. Yeah. Because he can fly. You're gonna put. Like, you're gonna have all flying cryptids. You're gonna put a chupacabra playing, in there. Playing basketball. Give me an eight foot Sasquatch. I mean, you got Sasquatch. Got muscle. Got working the ground. You got anything else with wings? Can they fly? There's a lot of rules to this. Sasquatch that Sasquatch just owning the boards. 
Just rebound. Who's ah. coaching? Phil Jackson. Mid-90s Phil Jackson. <laughs> He's almost you like didn't qualify him. He, didn't, he wasn't quantified as one of the cryptids. Yeah. Sasquatch. Sasquatch down low, owning the paint, owning the boards. You got uh, you got Mothman running the point, dis- yeah, distribu- yeah. distributing the ball. I can never say that word. Right. Yeah. Uh, Chupacabra blocking shots. Yeah, just right up, hover around, the, hover around, hover around. What am I trying to say? Hovering, hover, 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 hovering around the rim. I can porky pig myself. <laughs> Hanging out by the ring. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I mean, I think that's it. You want your flying ones? Give me four Sasquatches and one Mothman. Four Squatches and a Mothman. Yeah. Four Squatches and a Mothman. <laughs> to go. No mustard. Um, I think, uh, all right, well, that one's all right. What do you got? Throw me, uh, throw me Tim Param asked, hey, guys, I missed the last couple of Q&As, so I'm going to throw two questions out there. Right. Well, it's not our fault, Tim, um, but we'll oblige. Uh, number one, what style, hobby, or trend from the past would you most like to see make a comeback? Huh. Style, hobby, or trend from the past make a comeback? Hmm. I like it's kind of coming back in an ironic way, or has been for a few years, but... I'd love to just see everybody rocking a mullet again. Like, yeah, what? What's the problem? Get well, what? when does it go from ironic to just like, I want this hair? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have not updated, so the things that I enjoy are dated. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> RC cars and mountain bikes are very mm-hmm. much hobbies of the past that are not popular now. But again, that goes with being 41 and being like, oh, I bet these are things I like. And yeah. so this is, I'll do this. I would, uh, musically, I look at how like corny all this shit, like, like everything in the mid nineties, you know, frosted tips and, mm-hmm. you know, padlocks around the neck. I don't think I'd want to wear that again, but I was on this past road. I was listening to a lot of less than Jake. Really? Listening to fun, uh, fun ska music. And I remember like, remember where you could just go to ska shows and it wasn't embarrassing. Yeah. I used to go to, I've seen Mighty Mighty Boston's like five times. Yeah. My high school girlfriend was obsessed with them. Oh, man. They were good. I've seen them a few times. I've seen Less Than Jake a ton. Just big old fun shows with horns. Then mm-hmm. nobody was like trying to be so serious. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. And yeah. I was going to say ska music. Hmm. I don't see ska music come back in, which, funny enough, Brian Soden asks Kyle, I'm heading to the Huntington Beach. The Huntington Beach in April for a stupid ska show. All right, well that's the place to do it. Yeah, and was wondering is there any spots in the area you would suggest to check out or where to eat? Huntington Beach, oof, a lot of bros, a lot of guys. Were you down there recently for a show? Did the show? Yeah, the Rec Room. If you want to see a comedy show, the Rec Room was it is good? a good spot. Yeah, Hunter Hill runs that, and they do good shows over there. I think just on the weekends, it's kind of like a side room of a fun, silly arcade with uh, like. You know, dart gun, like foam dart guns, obstacle course, bowling, like one of those kind of places. Now, but, is that further uh, south than Long Beach? Yeah, yeah. It's Huntington Beach is like kind of just into Orange County. Okay. It's close. Yeah, it's past Long Beach. Um, I don't know the food stuff down there, That's, I, but I would say, I mean, it is Surf City. It's worth te- checking out the piers, you know, sir, and then seeing the mentality that goes along with it and then get the fuck out of there is mm-hmm. what I would say. Um, I don't mind but, Orange County. I was down there uh, a couple weeks ago. It's, you know, 
Did you want to talk about the '90s? Talk about a trend coming back. Yeah, go to the, go to Slide Bar in Fullerton, which is the guy from the band Lit. Really owns it. I and, remember Lit. Yeah. My own worst enemy. Yeah, he will. No, and you won't forget because his picture is everywhere. Just that, like, you want frosted tips and stovepipe Jenkos. <laughs> that that is what that place is about. I like Orange County mm-hmm. because it's. Um, I don't know if you feel this way, but that, that's why I went camping the other day. Like, I love L.A. I love it, but like yeah. sometimes I just got to get away from it because there's just. <laughs> It's not even the It's a traffic. big city. You it's a big city, but it's just the – everywhere you go, it's – I don't know, especially like over here on the east side. It's just – I don't know how to describe it, but like just the pressure of like Hollywood and everybody's trying to make it and career, oh, yeah. career, career and this, this, this. <laughs> like sometimes like I just want to go out and – Get away from the industry. Yeah, get away from the industry and mm-hmm. get away from that vibe and just like, oh, the rest of America, real people, mm-hmm. people that aren't – Going to auditions or going to resume bomb you at a bar. Yeah, just you know. So like when I was down in Orange County, it just felt like suburb U.S. People with other priorities. Yes, yes. So it's refreshing to uh, to visit places that are this that close by. Also, that uh, oh you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an hour away from home, but it's it's still the real world, and that's refreshing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that, and I mean that's what touring also. Mm-hmm. Obliges getting out and being just oh yeah this is just where you just your career doesn't define who you are mm-hmm. you know it's it's nice to yeah. be around that. <clears throat> Josh McAfee asked, "What are your favorite films from the eighties?" Ooh, good question. Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. Strange Brew. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Cannonball Run fan. Throw it, you give me anything with Dom DeLuise. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy that. <laughs> Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. I saw Raising Arizona in the theaters. Oh, God. My dad, like, my mom was kind of like, you need to do something with your kids. My dad would be like, all right, we'll go to the movies. But we'd just be, go to see a movie he wanted to see. So it's like I was like eight years old watching Raising Arizona. We had no <laughs> Maybe meat. Maybe We ate fowl. When we had no fowl, we ate bread. Ate when we had no dirt. bread, we ate sand. You ate, <laughs> ate sand? You ate yeah, sand? We ate we sand. Ate sand. Okay. What about you? What's your ones? Uh, I love Raising Arizona. Um, I mean, okay, there's like the... If I'm being serious, like raising Arizona, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. But then there's like nostalgia, <clears throat> Karate Kid. Oh yeah, over the top. Oh man, Men Heart- at Work, as we've discussed tale. before. Yeah, over the top, such an underrated movie. Heartwarming tale involving professional arm wrestling and child custody battles. So yeah, featuring the only uh, in shape truck driver I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Has anybody stopped at a fucking truck stop? I'm just, I don't know how they get in and out of the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a very unhealthy profession. Yeah. Sitting down. I don't know, but yeah, you're just sitting there destroying your organs yeah. with things to keep you awake and alert. Yeah. Just drinking coffee and eating yeah. gas station hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, over right. the top, Karate Kid. Um, man, you know what? I love Teen Wolf. What a silly premise, but it was a fun movie. I mean, I remember that one coming out in the wake of Back to the Future, so it was kind of like, well, we still like Michael Keaton. He's doing a silly werewolf thing. and uh, But I just remember, like, Back to the Future was the oh, shit. Yeah, of course, that one. Saw that so, one in the theaters. Really? Yeah, Grandma took me into Cousins. Saw that? RoboCop 85? in the theaters. 
think 84, 85. Yeah. So Robocop in the theaters. You know what's one that was fun that I watched? <clears throat> it was raining out when we were on vacation. I made Rachel watch Back to the Beach. Remember that one? Yes. Frankie Avalon and Annette Footicello. I saw that on my birthday, my 10th birthday. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I was like, I want to go see Back to the Beach. Yeah. I, was, I was in my uh, Beach Boys phase. Oh, like okay. Fifth grade. For some reason, I got into a big surfing Beach Boys Sure, phase. that's what happens when you yeah. live in rural Georgia when you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Back to the that Beach. That must have been a real close call for your parents. Like, we might have a gay one. <laughs> Just Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I wanted to see Back to the Beach, and we went on my 10th birthday. We went to the theater, so we're the same age. Yeah. I remember going to the theater, and my grandmother being like, all right, the boys can see RoboCop, and the girls will come see Back to the Beach. <laughs> and we left RoboCop going, holy shit, that was, because that was like the most violent movie to ever come out at the time, mm-hmm. in the Back to the Beach. But it's so self-referential and silly. Yeah. Like, the kid, the, the guy who plays the son, he's fucking hilarious in it. We just watched it a couple months ago. Really? I haven't seen it since. Oh, it it holds up in the fact that it was like an early version of being self-referential. Huh. Like they're making fun of beach movies. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman's in it. Yeah. Dick Dale's in it. All these other old like – and whoever like the slimy tanned guy who keeps hitting on chicks. I don't remember him. Oh, God. It's – it's a funny movie. That is that's a movie that's funny today. I got one more. This one's pretty obscure. This is early eighties. You ever see Six Pack? Kenny Rogers. Yes. A NASCAR I, I know it and I didn't It's a fun little yeah. movie. Just uh he somehow gets hooked up with a band of orphans mm-hmm. and they become his pit crew. And uh right, that's a lot of OSHA <laughs> child labor laws. <laughs> But yeah, he's a he's a down on his luck uh, stock car driver, and somehow this band of orphans meets up with him, and remember, now they're his pit crew. And that was like stock car. Like, remember when like sports would make a run? Like there'd be like ski movies, and then there was sail- there was sailing movies, mm-hmm. or at least there was summer rental with John Candy. Yeah, there yeah. was uh, one crazy summer. Yeah, and probably there was other sailing movies. Man. Boats were a big thing. Hot Pursuit with John Cusack. Nobody goes to Hot Pursuit as a John Cusack eighties film. What's that about? He's uh, got a, he's got to chase his girlfriend through the Caribbean, and they get his girlfriend gets kidnapped. So he's and it's got Ben and Jerry Stiller in it. Really? Yeah. Ben Stiller, huh? Ben Early and ben Jerry Stiller. Stiller playing playing criminals, Love just playing the two criminals, not being comedic. I was watching Seinfeld the other night, and it's the one where... And Keith David as a Rastafarian. And Keith David's always... I like him in yeah, any movie. I like him. The episode where George gets engaged, and he calls his mom, mm-hmm. and he tells her, Mom, I'm getting engaged. And she's like, really? And then uh, they talk for a couple of seconds, and she goes, Frank, come here! And just off the cuff, he goes, you come here! <laughs> <laughs> you come here! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Thomas Clark, Fuck, Mary Kill, Male Bigfoot, Chicago Mothman, A Lady Skinwalker. Well, I guess I'd have to fuck the Lady Skinwalker. I mean... Big, big, strong, strapping, straight man. Yeah, but yeah. you're not... F- That's a uh, question. Is he, is he gay? A homosexual comes if from the he, word homo sapien, meaning yeah. same creature. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to fuck, <laughs> fuck, you know? Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Mar- I don't, don't want to kill any of them. I don't know. That's hard. I'd kill the male Bigfoot. 
Why? Because there's other ones out there. Okay. That's that's a good point. It's good logic. You got to keep it's you got to keep the breeder, you got to keep the ladies, you got to keep the breeders. Mm-hmm. I think I'd I think I'd I'd marry the moth, man. We just have so much in common. <laughs> uh, you know, same hometown. <laughs> you know, we'd have our favorite haunts. Me and Mott Man going to going to Superdog. Would we ever see the two of you in the same place? That's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would happen, you know? It'd be an odd wedding. And I'd, ba- I'd bang the lady skinwalker. Yeah. Because it's a skinwalker. It could change shapes into anything. Maybe you have to kill it because it could change a shape into the least fuckable thing. Maybe you bang her so good she changes to, into things. <laughs> you know? Like, started Just, off, she was a coyote, and now she's a mummy. Oh, my God, it's a mummy. Now it's an old refrigerator. Now it's a bag of Tostitos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Skinwalker, what's my dick going into next? Scott Hunter asks, what's your go-to fast food Mexican restaurant, i.e. Taco Bell, Del Taco, etc.? We've talked about this. Yeah, I got no hang-ups about any of them. I'm definitely, uh, Taco Bell's at the bottom of the list for me. Just something about it, just, I don't, can't put my finger on it, and I know it's the exact same shit as Del Taco. No, it's just not good food. It's, it serves its purpose at night, daytime, you're going to grow, again, being, you're going to grow out of it in the daytime. Which reminds me, did I tell you about going to Taco's Fiesta over in uh, uh, Highland Park? Tacos Fiesta, Highland Park. It's one of the few places in L.A. that you can, other than a fast food joint, that yeah. you can get a hard shell. You were talking about hard shell tacos. I love a, a hard shell taco. So good. Just to change it up. Yeah. Fast food, but but kind mm. of a mom and pop joint, but just fast food, hard shell taco, but mm. like very much like what you'd get at Del Taco, but like yeah. they use a lot, like twice the amount of meat. Yeah. So it's a big, hearty taco, normal, hard shell, a lot of beef. Cheese, lettuce, tomato, boom. Worst case scenario, it breaks apart, then you got nachos in front of you. There you go. Let's double down on that one. Jared Smith, what are your thoughts on Arby's? Hate it? Love it? You were going to talk about this the other day. You didn't get to it. Um, I went the other day. You got the fish. I got the Nashville hot fish, and it fucking sucked. I would rather cut myself open with my dirty drain snake again than eat fish from Arby's. Yeah, well, I had to do it. If you can't slice it, don't Uh, give it to Arby's. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh that sucked. A week later, I went back. I talked months ago about the beef brisket sandwich. Yeah. They've, they've switched it up, kind of the same components, but now they're putting it on Texas toast. Yeah. And they're throwing some onion rings on there. Was, Arby's is a punchline for a lot of things. Honestly, it's no better or worse than other fast food places. I like some Arby's. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, I, I would love to have some Arby's. Big beef and cheddar. You right. betcha. Yeah. As John Roy said, like, what he described was like, what is sliceable gray swim cap? Like, he just called Arby's me a gray swim cap. Yeah. And it's when you hear somebody, even though you like it, you hear somebody describe it so perfectly. You're like, oh, man, you fucking ruined it. I saw John Roy on an episode of Comics Unleashed the other day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which I hate that show with a fucking passion. It's uh, uh, live yeah. in a van, have no money. Got offered to do that and said no thanks. I turned that co- show down. Co- comics very leashed because I have some comedic integrity. I'm not shitting on John for doing it. I, I you know a lot of the lot guy of who peed there. in his girlfriend's sink said no to <laughs> comics unleashed. But you could tell, and I love Johnny. He's very funny. But you could tell, like. Uh, for those who don't know, the, the, why don't they just let them do sets? Just go, everybody, just go do five I minutes. I think it's just a free show that they get to. 
They get to just churn it out. And John told me that he's like, more people recognize me from that because it's just people just late at night with a TV on and it's easily yeah. consumable. Yeah. But it, while other people were doing their shtick, you could tell John was just looking at them like, he had this look on his face like, <clears throat> yeah. oh, God. But it, it's, I mean, it's airtime and mm-hmm. it all it is. Yeah. If you don't know, it's Byron. What's his, what's the Byron Allen? Byron Allen. It's just. There's no finesse to him giving a set of like, <laughs> Dave, that is funny about living in a van. Anyway, Kyle, you said you like cats and that's it. And then yeah. you do your bit about cats. Yeah. That, you know what? I like cats versus dog too. Anyway, Dave, you saw the space shuttle launch on TV a couple years back. Yes, I did, Byron. <laughs> it's like, why are you there? Why? Why? I would love, you know what? I want, I want an, I want a mashup of just Byron Allen's setups. Yeah. With no comedy. Just the, how crazy it sounds. It sounds like just a crazy person on the street yeah. having a conversation with the voices in his head that can correspond all those. All those uh, stories. And sometimes he will go too far. He will, like, set up your whole joke too much. Like, oh, yeah. Kyle, you were on a plane one time and a guy was eating pancakes out of a bag. Tell uh, me about that. Uh, uh, let me, uh, that was, um, that okay. You, you just did. Let me try and backtrack. Let me try and recreate. <laughs> but yeah, I just, uh, when I first started comedy, me and uh, our buddy uh, Andy Sanford, uh, we used, we bonded over our hatred of that show, and we just made a pact. We were both like, uh, "Hey, you know, if one day if we ever get offered to do that, let's just say no." And I was like, "Done." And uh, sure enough, about two years ago, I I turned that and laughs on Fox down in the same week. Well, laughs was like that's no fucking Hofstetter's scam yeah, job. No thanks. Um, the Byron Allen. I mean, I don't know what the deal is. It just I remember when I finally had nothing going on out here, and they were doing some other show. That was like Byron Allen produced show, and I finally like, all right. They would just send me emails like submit for it, but I'm finally like, all right, I'll submit for it. Like, yeah, we're not going to use you. I'm like, well, who's uh, let's keep worst. let's keep your ego in check there, buddy. <laughs> um, Shelby Reinhardt, I'm going to preempt my question by saying that I am a trans man and that I will not be affected by your honest discussion of this question. Well, shout out to you, Shelby. But in relation to your reincarnation discussions, do you think some transgender people may be reincarnated and that is why they feel they're in the wrong body? Fuck. That's a great, great question. aspect of it. Um, man, that is a good question. I mean, all the other things that, that if, if people are reincarnated, uh, you know, the, the idea of old souls, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of... You know, not, yeah, not feeling at place in the time frame you're put in it. Why is it? Why can't that? Why is that not also inclusive of the gender that you've been uh, entered into? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. If a ghost, if a current, if a modern day ghost was trans when they were alive, is the ghost? You know, but being a ghost, I see as a form of punishment, not as a choice. So maybe that's the punishment as you go ghost and you're a ghost of the gender you were trying to get rid of in the first place. Hmm. Because that's you always hear about these tortured ghosts. They're stuck, suspended. Mm-hmm. This is a whole this is a whole level of questioning. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> good one, Shelby. You kind of stumped us on that one. Too dumb to sort that one out. <clears throat> <laughs> Personally, I, th- I would like to think that ghosts are ba- like. It doesn't seem like a, it's a happy outcome for eternity. Yeah, you never you, know? you never hear of happy ghost. 
I get this ghost just keeps laughing. But what happens if you just reincarnate? Like, can a re? Yeah, can you be reincarnated and then get stuck being a ghost? Like, oh, you skip. Like, you missed the bus to be reincarnated again, and then you're stuck as a ghost instead of being like, all right, put me on the bus to take me to another time and place. Yeah. You're like, oh no, now I'm just stuck. Like, hmm. I Speaking of ghosts, dude. Okay. Last episode, I was telling you about the earbud incident. Yeah. Last night. No shit. There's some weird shit going on in my lady's apartment. Yeah, you're pissing in cups. <laughs> yeah, there's weird shit going on. It's fucking you. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Maybe that's why the ghosts are pissed. Dude, stop peeing in the fucking kitchen. Dude. The air conditioning just came on. Like with it. And it's one of those where you, you know, it's not a digital thing. Yeah. It's the old school where the little, little. Got the thing. little needle in there, yeah. And you have to physically yeah. turn. Neither one of us fucking we, like. I don't ever use the heat or the air, even when I had my own place. Mm-hmm. I just refuse to use the heat or the air in L.A. If you live in a van for so many years, you become very amphibian-like. I yeah, just, I just whatever. You acclimate well. And but right now she doesn't use the heat or the air. The fucking air conditioner just turned on. Like in. Like we went and checked it, and like the the thing had literally oh the needle was the moved needle too moved to the left, like all the way or just to uh, a well there's there's off in the middle, cool to the left, heat to the yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was been it had been off all day. And, we, and to say it's it's pretty chilly around L.A. right now. Yeah. There's no reason like to even like in the middle of the day be like oh I think I need the air on. Yeah, I mean I don't know the mechanics of the apartment the airflow there, but yeah, and but we were and it's not like we just noticed it. We were just sitting around. We're like. Why is the she's like, Did you turn the AC on? I was like, No, of course not. I never do. And she goes, Well, I didn't turn it on. And we're you know, we can hear it on and then we sure enough we go over and it's on cool. Did did she think stuff was happening in the apartment before you started showing up? Oh yeah. Yeah. She saw that ghost like three years ago. Oh, okay. Well no, you're not provoking yeah, it. No, uh uh-uh. uh. There's been weird stuff going on. But yeah, three nights ago the earbud incident and last night the fucking AC turns on and I don't know. We're I know it's not super dramatic, but like, it's like, well, how the fuck did that get turned on? Like, you would have had to physically move the needle, and mm. neither one of us did. So, I don't know. Weird shit. Jeremiah mm. Jam. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Don't Jeremiah don't shot. Jamram. Jamram? Yeah, we'll stick with that. Mm-hmm. Jamram. All right. How do you guys feel about putting french fries on sandwiches or salads? I'm in Pittsburgh, and they seem to do that everywhere all the time. I know, uh, what is it, uh, Primanti Brothers, famous uh, sandwich. Yeah. They, they put, they put uh, fries on the sandwich. Um, I'll tell you this. I don't, I don't have a lot of experience with that. I do out here. You and I both uh, used to frequent Gus's, not Gus's chicken, but Gus's lunchbox. The, uh, the taco oh, yeah. the burrito truck. They do, yeah, the, the mission-style burrito with yeah, fries in it. fries in it. And at first I was like, cool, but then later I was like, this is just unnecessary starch. Yeah, yeah, it kind of just gets in the way. Mm-hmm. So I feel the same way about it. Honestly. You know what I think? I think it's when it's done, it's done too much. Mm-hmm. But a couple of them in there, just like having yeah. potatoes as an ingredient in anything else. Potato chips on a sandwich. A sure, few, sure, sure. A couple fries things. in there just, yeah. to, just to give you like a little buffer between... Uh, gnarlier flavors. Mm-hmm. But, and I've never uh, been to Permanti Brothers, but I've seen them uh, profiled on all the food travel shows, and it looks like they just take a whole handful and throw it on there. It's like, ugh. That's their thing. That's what the they side. got going on. Yeah. 
Um, Laura asks, Dave, this is specifically for you. So, Dave, do you have any stories or thoughts about ghosts being sexy, watching people, groping people, succubus, etc.? Would you give it a go? What is a succubus? I think it's like a lady devil. Okay, because they say that on. I was watching uh, my favorite movie, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah, and uh, George Clooney calls uh, Ray McKinnon, <clears throat> or no, not Ray. Ray McKinnon plays uh, Holly Hunter's new new beau. Yeah, but he calls her a uh, something something succubus. Yeah, like, like, a, like, like a devil <clears throat> devil woman. Yeah. You can't swear at my fiance. <laughs> well, you can't marry my wife. <laughs> um, and I was always like, what the fuck is a succubus? <clears throat> yeah, like a lady devil. Ah, uh, do I have any thoughts or experience? What was the question? Uh, are you down? Like, do you have any stories? I mean, I think there's been stories about ghosts being sexually aggressive. Maybe that's all wet dreams ever were. Man, I tell you, Lady Ghost can have her way with me. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, nobody's surprised by your answer on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, there's an issue of consent, but what? I mean, what's going on? Are you, do you think you're dreaming? Do you think? Like if sleep paralysis was more erotic than it was something that would stop my heart with terror, I'd probably be like, yeah, all right, give it a shot. I mean, we're dudes, though. We're like, yeah, we would vote you. yeah, go ahead and quote, unquote, violate my body. Wet dreams are funny. When's the last time you had a wet dream? Never had a wet dream. You've never had a wet dream? Never had one. Really? Yeah. Which I didn't realize how weird of a thing that is. I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> there's a comic that we both know who uh, claims... That uh, doesn't masturbate. Who tell me? I, I'll tell you later. I'm, I'm not going to say. I promise. I well, won't he say. said it on a podcast. So, but. well, then you could tell me who it is. <laughs> well, I don't. <clears throat> I want to make sure my facts are correct. So I'm going to. I'll tell you later. But right. this guy, he just he's a weird dude. Oh, he's a weird dude, and I believe that. And uh, doesn't he claim? A he doesn't claim. He claims he's he never masturbated, and I think he's pretty much asexual. Yeah, um, but to, because if you never <laughs> masturbate, you never have sex. Has those, wet dreams while he's awake those, all the time. Those wet dreams are coming, whether you no pun intended, whether you want them or not. So what he does apparently uh, every night he wraps his penis in a towel. Because, you know, every third or fourth night, he's going to have a wet dream. And uh, so, yeah, just uh, kind of preventative maintenance there. I, why I, Why would you not jack off? Who? I don't know. It's your little, who, who's going to know? Who's going to care? I mean, Fucking, I, like, all right, now I know you're talking about, yeah, that guy's, he's, a, he's an odd bird. So with him, he's got you know people got people are wired up. However, they're wired up every night. If, you're st- if you know what, hey, if if you, if you're not murdering people because of not jerking off, then all right. If if Jesus is telling you it's a sin, but therefore now you want to go out and you know, sadly, to think uh, it's a religious have thing. a mass shooting because you can't uh, I can drain your dick. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it's religious. I think he's just an odd. I think he's like a germ guy. Brush my teeth, floss, <clears throat> gargle, wrap my cock in a fucking hand. He's down. a he's a germ guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got uh, things with germs. Weird dude. Anyway, yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah. Get get in there. What else we got? Anthony mm. uh, Cristiano. Been super curious. What sort of guitars Kyle owns? <clears throat> oh, and man. then Ian Vardell adds uh, amps as well. What what kind of kind of gear are you working with here, Kyle? 
I have a uh, Fender 410, Fender Deluxe 410, which is too loud for the apartment. That was my old – when I was playing in shows, I had a, I have a Telecaster and a Fender 410. And I still have all that stuff. I have another Telecaster. I have uh, – these are all guitar center buys. Like I didn't buy some like fancy, expensive, vintage guitars. These are all like – I would go to guitar center and be like, I like that one. I can't play any of them. I've got a Gibson Explorer – an SG, but like the shitty one, and an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Well, amps. You got, you got a Marshall, don't you? I got a little tiny Marshall practice amp over there. Okay. Yeah, not not much in the making the sound way, but the guitar playing stuff. I got yeah, I got that stuff around. You know what I want to get uh, once I actually get a place? Uh, I want a banjo. A literal pot to piss in, maybe. I want to teach myself to play the banjo. I love the banjo. You are a fucking cartoon. <laughs> Don't you Banjo's start with a mouth harp when you sit, <laughs> sit hanging out of the sliding side door of your van. I want a banjo. Banjo's a cool instrument. It's got a negative stigma thanks to Deliverance. But no, uh, a banjo's an impressive. Steve Martin hell of a banjo player. Yeah, very good. What is Big Brother doing? Sadillac Depresculade. Good handle. <laughs> what is Big Brother doing to foster dependence from people? Dave, would you feel different about Sloppy Joe if it was cased in a hot dog bun over a hamburger bun? All right, interesting. No, no it's All fucking right. garbage. What is Big Brother doing to foster dependence from people? Well. What, I mean, is it dependence or is it is it fear-based control? Like, we're not relying on... Big Brother. It's more of they're always watching. Let's behave in accordance to what will keep us out of the least amount of trouble. Hmm. You know, I don't think they're making us depend on Big Brother. Is that the question? Am I understanding that right? What is Big Brother doing to foster dependence, to to make us uh, feel dependent on them? That's the whole idea about Big Brother. Nobody's depending on them. It's just they're they're oh. Snooping, watchful eye over us. <clears throat> Unless you consider like iPhones and social media, Big Brother, where subconsciously can be used. That. That, yeah, yeah. Like people are just okay. Well, that yeah, absolutely that's absolutely addicted to it. Yeah, that's not Big Brother saying you need us. That's them like we have through the idea of social media, given up all our privacy to mm-hmm. we, tell tell everybody where we are. Uh, I hate it when somebody like checks me in at a place. If I'm with somebody, we're talking about that. Yeah, I I checked in. Like, what? I don't need to know. And just that whole idea, like, well, if you're not hiding anything, what does differences make? I did. Why? Why does somebody have to have information about me, good or bad? Why do you get to have it just because it's not bad? Then have the information. No, I don't believe that. I want this is me. I want to be. I don't. I don't want that. I mean, it's coming in handy world. Like somebody's, you know, been. Kidnapped in a trunk and they like went on Twitter and everybody used the GPS function to tell people where they are. Some story about that. Like, really? Yeah, there, there are beneficial cases, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's a good mm-hmm. question. I'm not smart enough to answer. I think well, what they're doing is telling you like we're only looking through phones of bad guys. We're only looking through phones because there might be terrorists. Well, That's what they're doing. To find and, bad guys. Well, okay, yeah, I guess look through. I'm not a terrorist, so you can look through my phone. Uh, but you know what? You did. Um, 
you did buy something uh, illegal online or you went on Silk Road. That Silk Road's old, but like, oh, you bought drugs online and all that. Well, now you're but, – but you said you were just looking for terrorists. Yeah, but we're kind of just looking at, for any criminal activity. Yeah. That's what they're doing. There you go. How about that? Hmm. Mike Maskey asks, hey, Dave, in a couple episodes you rep- reference one of your girlfriends as the woman who almost ruined my life. <laughs> Care to elaborate? Or is the one mm-hmm. still too fresh? Uh, no, it's not too fresh. This was years ago. I was 21, 22. Got hooked up with this gal who was fucking gorgeous. And she looked like, uh, you know, she looked like uh, she looked like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Looked just like her. Ooh, Could have been a well, stunt double. Wow. Uh, real, real beautiful gal. But because I was 21, I was just like, uh, yeah, I'll put up with any of your horrible bullshit because you're hot and I like to bang you. Um, and just... <laughs> Just, just, just had all kind of had problems at home, bad, yeah. bad upbringing, bad family. Drag you through, drag you through the mud, huh? Yeah, and just uh, oh, the cops would come. Cops would come to our house once a month. Really? Yeah, because the neighbors would call because uh, you were fighting. We'd we'd start arguing. We'd have a little disagreement, and she was one of these. So it just start screaming, and I'd be like, "Just be quiet. Just we can really? argue, but shut the fuck up. Just screaming. Just ah." And sure enough, yeah. twelve minutes later, boom, 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 boom. You know, it's like, yeah, come on in. Not that I didn't touch her. Nothing. Yeah, she just were having a fight, and just I don't know if it was bipolar. Oh, th- well, maybe a little bit of a a mental health chapter. issue going oh, on. There. A lot of mental health. Uh, she claimed that she would. Um, well, I experienced this. I've never talked about this, but she. I don't know what you would call this, multiple personalities or whatever, but she. We get in a big fight. She starts screaming and crying, and then three minutes later, she literally would turn into another person. Like Lisa's not here right now. This is Amy, and it, you know, I used to think like, all right, not cut the shit, oh, but yeah. like, but like she would like multiple personalities, and then Amy would tell me things I need to know about Lisa, and like Lisa. Oh, this Lisa's girl crazy. Right Yo, she was. Oh, she crazy. Me. And like this. <laughs> And well, first of all, it's a long story. She she moved in with me because she just threw air quotes. She up used there. to live downtown Atlanta, and one day she she almost got mugged. So I just I can't. I got I got I got to live with you now. I got to live with you now, and I'm like, okay. And um, she just she didn't terrible home life. Couldn't. Yeah. It was a situation where. She had nowhere to go. Like, I couldn't take her back to her dad. Dad didn't want her. Mom was out of the picture. And, like, this this is awful. But I used to think, like, not in a violent way, but I used to think, like, Oh, boy. What if I just... I'll stop. (laughs) It's like, what if she just disappeared? It was one of those things where... And it wasn't out of violence. It wasn't out of rage. But it was just like, I don't know what to do. There's no... She wouldn't get a job. Let me rephrase this so it doesn't sound like you were plotting her murder. You were, uh, you know, sometimes you realize your life would be better if that person was never in your life. And you would daydream about the life you could have if that person no longer existed. Well said. And there's ways to do that called breaking up with them. No, and I did break up with her. I broke up with her multiple times, but she would be like, well, okay, but I still got to live here. Can, for, the, for the listeners, can we say that she's still alive right now? Can we confirm that with a, with a Facebook profile maybe? I haven't talked to her in years. And what's never, big, never what's big Brother doing to foster dependence? I don't know. Letting Dave say it, whatever the fuck he wants on a podcast. 
<laughs> no, and I, I never. T- I'm not a violent guy. I've never <clears throat> touched a woman. I never would. But it was this. It, literally, it was a situation where we would break up. Mm-hmm. She had no job. She had no money. I would call her dad and like, hey, can I yeah. fucking bring her back to you? Yeah. And he's like, no, she's out of my life. I'm like, well, fuck you then. And we were. She moved with me to another yeah. town where she didn't yeah. know anybody, didn't have any friends, and I was like. She's and she was ruining my life. Like I almost it got arrested. Sounds like, it sounds she tried like to kill herself three or four times. No, right. One time I, uh, the only time I touched her was when I wrestled a bottle of pills out of her. And while I was wrestling the bottle of pills away from her, she hurt her hand and called the cops. And the cops were looking for me. This was all like twenty years <laughs> ago, but it was like, and you know, I was twenty one, twenty two. I didn't have the the maturity to <clears throat> deal with this in a rational way. But I was just like. There's where can and I would tell her where can you go, leave, get out of my life. Why well, I got nowhere to go? Dad didn't want her. Mom was out of the picture. We're in a town where she knew no one, no friends. And yeah, I whatever you just said. Alvin Fox asked, "Do y'all like Legos? I sure do. I like that they have, they have the architectural ones. I don't have to feel like a child while also enjoying the building blocks we all grew up with. That's a good question, Alvin. Let's keep moving along. Um, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like it sucks. I hope. Uh, yeah, it was awful." It was awful. It sounds well. It's just like, it's one of the. I don't know if you ever, anybody's can relate to that, but it's like you're in a situation that has no resolution. I've I've, I've sniffed out like like relationships are always like okay, relationships are hard work and my, okay, I know that, but in my head, I've been in relationships or seen relationships where it's like, oh, that is lopsided, and one person's being taken advantage of, or the other person, and I was like. I was so scared of ever being in those. Like, I've had very few long-term girlfriends in my life. And if I have, it's because, like, oh, I could deal with you and you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the few times I've dated somebody just for a minute and be like, I don't care how hot, whatever. Like, no, you are all headaches. And that's – I don't need that. I see some people where they get in relationships and they think that fighting is still a form of affection. Well, if they're fighting with me, it means that they care about mm-hmm. me. And they're yelling at me. It's better than them ignoring me because it means they have feelings for me. So they stay in that kind of, I don't know what the clinical term, codependent or whatever, you know, whatever, accepting any kind of attention is good attention. And I've always been like, no, I just want a normal relationship. If I'm going to work on a relationship, I want it to be like a good one. Not like, thank God this is better than being alone. Guess what? I'm fine alone. Mm-hmm. I do real good alone. So if I'm going to pair yes. up, it's got to be worth it. I couldn't agree more. I, I am fine being alone, honestly. Yeah. And yeah. I, I sincerely think some people would rather be with the wrong person than no person. No, that's you know? absolutely it. And that is absolutely of, it. I am, I'll go live in the goddamn woods with a fucking grin on my face the rest of my life. And I tell you what, though, it did teach me, like, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> the whole... In that's just a young, dumb male point of view. But yeah, I mean, hey, I don't in, care how hot you are. Early twenties too is yeah. a different story. Yeah. You know, you're not sitting there with a with a you know briefcase full of wisdom already yeah. going. No, this is not going to be good, healthy mentally. You're not thinking about your mental health. You're like, oh man, hot chick wants to touch my ding dong. Yeah, that's all. That's the goal. 
That's the goal in the world. Yeah, it was. Oh, what a fucking uh, nightmare. All right. Well, that's a good question about how she ruined your life. She's doing well. Uh, Tyler Gibson said, would you guys have any moral dilemma with the imprisonment and or wasteful disposal of ghosts if ghost busting were an actual real life profession? That's good. Now you're talking about the moral or the rights of a ghost, assuming ghosts are real. Um, there's exorcisms, but the only reason exorcisms are happening is because they're possessing mm -hmm. uh, a human form and being terrible and possessing a human form. But why aren't you being charged with trespass, trespassing by a court full of ghosts for moving into a place where like, no, we're ghosts. We live here. Hmm. Um, I don't know about the dispo disposal. Is it relocating? Is what you're doing to these ghosts, releasing them from, again, going back to ghosts being it, it being a punishment. I think maybe if you come and be like, you're okay, ghosts, you can go to the next thing. You know? I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's mean. It sounds like you're peeing in a cup right now, Dave. Oh, sorry. You peed in a fucking cup. So? I pee in a jug every day. In your house. What's I supposed to do? Pee in the bathroom. She was in there. Yeah, you knock. You go, hey, baby. What if she pee. was taking a dump? Was the shower on? What do you do now? Yeah, but I turn the shower on when I take a dump over there. Who, somebody. She doesn't have a fart fan. I can't remember who made the joke about like having the, like, like hooking up with somebody and having a take a shit and so they turn the shower oh, on do that all the time but then like the girl coming in there instead of like ooh, here's a here's a fart. steamy shower is getting ready for it's just him sitting in the fog on the toilet <laughs> forget whose joke that was that was such a great story just it's like nope but just me sitting yeah. naked taking a shit in the fog of the bathroom <laughs> yeah uh, because that that helps with the auditory privacy but it does not uh, do anything to quell the odor mm. No, I think it's worse. I think that's You're why when you when you yeah when you fart in the shower, it's worse because it clings to the moisture. Um, <laughs> I don't. I. I. Well, I don't think if it's. Uh, I think being a ghost is already imprisonment. So if you're relocating them. Mm -hmm. I think you're doing them a favor. I think that's what they want is a release from having to be a ghost. If they're a happy ghost, then let them be a happy ghost. If they're not destructive and they're around, then let them be that. I would have no problem with that. So I don't understand wasteful disposal. You're going strictly about the film Ghostbusters where they're taking them, but then you're getting into the science of what they're doing, like they're just taking ghosts and putting them in a box. I don't know. Hmm. I, think, I don't think there is – I think you're not disposing of them. I think you're releasing them from their spiritual uh, prison. So that's my take on that. Let's get a few more of these in here. What do you got, Dave? Alvin mm. Fox asks, what's the weirdest food combination you've tried and enjoyed? <laughs> hmm. Man, peanut butter and jelly on a burger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. I've had that. Yeah. I mean, that's not like it's blowing people away. Food combination. I don't. I'm sure everybody knows about picklebacks by now, right? Oh, shot of pickle juice after After a shot, a shot of whiskey, yeah. Yeah. You just don't, don't taste anything. I don't need any back. I, always, I don't either. I don't either. I, like it's when people have been like, "We're doing picklebacks." I'll drink one. I don't get it for myself. This isn't that weird as far as flavor. It's weird to see. When I was a teenager, I used to. Uh, I'd go to. I don't know why, but uh, whenever I was at a Mexican restaurant, and they give you that bag of chips, yeah. And I'd always order uh, a water and a coke, but <laughs> I don't know why. But I would take a chip, and I would 
dip it in the glass of water and let it hang out for about 30 seconds, pull it out, and then dump salt on it and then eat. I, I used to like a wet tortilla chip with salt. I don't know. It's, it's enjoy- It sounds crazy. Try it. Uh, and I would always just sit there and I would just have I would have a chip just on deck in my glass of water. And people were like, what the fuck are you doing? And then after a few seconds, i pull it out, pour some salt on it, eat it. It's a salty, wet chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what the appeal was, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't... Uh... Got nothing for you on that one, man. Just dick it, dip in your chips and your drink. When are y'all going to make a spinoff of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, Ian Vardell asks. Uh, man, that's... I make, believe, a, make a spinoff? You mean every other show on Food Network? Believe me, I've tried. I've had about four pilots rejected <laughs> in the food travel. Because they always want to make them family friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't they just let it be... Like, just let somebody do something outside of the parameters. Yeah. Hey, you producers know? listening, give me a goddamn fucking cooking... <clears throat> not a cooking show. It's, it's called Dave's, Dave's Nighttime Hunger. I mean, Jesus. Dave's Night Hunger. I've had four fucking <clears throat> pilots... Yeah, get rejected. but they're making you like they just want you to be the guy who's like, boy, that looks tasty. And then there's nothing like they want to minimize the personality. It's like, why? I'm I'm telling you, man, Boogie Monster TV show. Be a hit. All right. Be a put hit it out there. Pitching that. Got another food one from Danny Diaz. Hey, guys, two quick ones. Dave, I'm going to Savannah for vacation. Got any tips? Ooh, Savannah. One of the most haunted cities in America, yeah. if you believe in that kind of stuff. Uh, Colonial Park Cemetery. Uh, St. Bonaventure. I think it cemetery. Isn't that the one where you trying to do the story where I told the, they saw a big guy? I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah, the hulking, hulking wolf boy giant. What, what did you say? I don't know. That was so funny. Um, yeah, go see some cemeteries. Uh, very cool cemeteries there. And as far as food, uh, sweet potatoes. It's a soul food joint. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Wilkes, Southern cooking. A lot of good, lot of good southern food down there. Yeah, okay. go have a good southern meal and uh, go check out a haunted cemetery. Uh, part two, Kyle, build the best fast food meal using items from different locales. Ooh. Um, I would. Damn it, that's a good one. I'm trying. Wendy's to Burger, McDonald's fries, just off the top of my head. Big Mac, but with Wendy's patties, with fresh Wendy's patties. How about that? Wow. I love a Big Mac. I like a Big Mac. Patties are shit. The Impossible Burger, since I'm trying my vegetarian stuff again. Mm -hmm. The Impossible Burger is the burger that quote-unquote bleeds. It doesn't really. And it's not. But it's a good substitute for a fast food patty. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell a difference for like like a McDonald's burger patty. It does great. Don't expect like a big, juicy, restaurant-style burger Mm -hmm. patty. But they do a good job for that. Um yeah, I would say that. Put shit, man. Make it with the Del Taco one because they put bacon on it over there. Um, I love. Oh God, man! The drinking days. I would love a big, shitty macho combo burrito. Which, if you're not familiar with Del Taco's macho combo burrito, it's all the ingredients uh-huh. rolled into a tortilla the size of a beach towel, and that's it. <laughs> Your arms get tired holding it. Yeah, it's nasty. A burrito that gets 
it's makes just, you fatigued. But I would like it somehow structural. Like, <clears throat> now you want to come at me with that burrito. Uh-huh. But now you want to tell me that maybe we're, uh, maybe we got some Arby's in there. Hmm. I mean, I'll eat weird. Like I've had Reuben pizza before. Why? Why is a tortilla always relegated? I mean, people call them wraps now, so I guess you can have that stuff. Yeah, I used to love it when Long John Silver's would do these chicken wraps. They mm. put a couple chicken tenders with shredded lettuce and cheese in a wrap with a dressing. The like the Long John Silver's battered like tempura style chicken finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah those like the good are, chicken those fingers things. they would put in there. But if you wanted to give me like a macho combo burrito, but with like. Chicken tender style chicken chopped up and put in there instead of that crappy, weird powdered chicken they use at the fast food place. Yeah. Like chicken tenders hmm. chopped up in a, in a nice burrito. Okay. Let me, oh, I can keep going with this. Give me an egg McMuffin with a burger patty in it. Let me mess with that. Who was I talking to the other put, day? Put the Canadian bacon from an egg McMuffin on a burger. Not to name drop. You can do that. You can just ask him to do that at McDonald's, yeah. by the way. I got a McRib with mushrooms on it. It was a bad idea, but you could just ask him for whatever. Todd Glass was telling me he will go to McDonald's and get the quarter pounder mm-hmm. cheese, and he'll also order an Egg McMuffin, and he'll take the contents of the Egg McMuffin and put it in the quarter pounder. So it's so a quarter pounder. Fried egg and Canadian bacon on there and, yep. and cheese. Mm-hmm. He'll just take the English muffin and throw it away. That's Pretty good. All right. It's a good one. Speaking of which, it just reminds me, go listen Speaking to Speaking Go listen to Andy Sanford's album, um Me the Whole Time. He's got a amazing bit about uh creating his own burger at McDonald's. Oh really? So where he takes he takes the concept of a Big Mac but applies it to a double quarter pounder with cheese. That's very, my problem. I don't like the quarter pounder. It's too much McDonald's meat all condensed into one place. Like, it's not good meat when it's separated into two patties or even a double cheeseburger where they're next to each Triple other. Triple cheeseburger. Hey, Get you the, want three need, of the things? Nobody that needs sucks? that shit. Nobody needs that. But, you know. All right. Good in theory. Don't do that. Anthony H., recommend a good read. Uh, my favorite book is called Things I Like About America by Poe Ballantine. Otherwise, good reads. I just read the Diet Love Pass book, which we still got to report on yeah. in a regular episode. It was all right. Um, otherwise, not to. I don't think either one of us are, unfortunately, giant readers. <laughs> I read books, Jerry. Books. Oh. <laughs> Big deal. Uh, what's the lowest shelf whiskey y'all would drink? Um, Who asked us that? Alvin Fox. Alvin's got three questions in her already. Does he? <laughs> I, they, there's, you guys are sneaky about that shit. I but hey, um, I don't. I, I, there's some like you get to the like lowest shelf versions of liquor, and it's all just tastes like the same gasoline. So I don't. I don't. I can't do well whiskey. Yeah. When people are like, just give me well whiskey. Sean Jordan's a real trooper when we'll be out. Like, give me whatever whiskey you got on the rail. I'm like, ugh. Uh, our buddy Wes Van Horn, mm-hmm. uh, back when I had my place, uh, as you know, about once a month I'd, I'd have like yeah. dinner parties and parties and stuff, cook stuff. Every time Wes Van Horn would come over to my place, he'd have the big handle of mm-hmm. Costco Prestige 
whiskey. Ugh. Just whiskey. <laughs> I mean, if you're mix, if you're mixing it, then I can I can get away with it. No, oh, he he drank it straight, just on the rocks. <clears throat> I went to years ago. I went to a punk show that was in the banquet room of a bar, like a. It was like have you ever been to a place where there's just a bar, <clears throat> almost like a VFW hall. Uh-huh. There's a one side's a bar, and the other side's like a, just a function room. Yeah. It was like that, but it wasn't a VFW hall. It was just like fucking Dick's place. And the bar, I don't even know what ethnicity these old guys were, but they just kept like, yeah, old grandfather. And they just kept pouring me old granddad. And that was some rough drinking. Wow. Old granddad. Old granddad. Never even heard of it. Yeah, old granddad. And you find it next to old, old crow. Is it Old Crow? Some bird. It's Wild Turkey. It's Old Crow. I tell you, Evan Williams isn't bad. It's no. Nah, you can get you can get through the night with some Evan Williams. You can get uh, ten dollar seven fifty on that, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not bad. <clears throat> Benjamin Dare, what's your stance on having kids? Your own personal stances, but also people choosing to start nuclear families, contributing to overpopulation, having multiple kids, etc. <clears throat> I'm not having them. I mean, I'm not saying never, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm not having kids. That's my personal stance. I like other people's kids. I also like being able to come home uh-huh. and not having kids here. Yeah. I'm sure something transforms within you once you have your own child, or at least you would hope so. Uh-huh. What a terrible feeling. would be like, oh, God, I don't want this. <laughs> <clears throat> well, unfortunately, a lot of people it does, are that way. Yeah, I just um, – my life is not – I have not reached a point where I'm like, oh, my life is totally where I want it to be. Now I would like to introduce children into it. And I don't think my life is ever going to be there. And I refuse to get this where people are like, oh, I'm selfish because I don't want to have kids. Like when people think – like I think they just say that as a qualifier. Like, Fucking no. You're selfish if you're having kids. Yeah. Oh, buy me gifts because I just had a kid. Fuck you. Give me a gas card. Now everything's more expensive in the world. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that <clears> – I mean I was making jokes about like, oh, who's going to take care of you when you're older? How do you know your kid's going to do that? Yeah. I'm sorry, are you raising a responsible... Like, how do you know the fucking five kids you put in the world aren't just going to be drains on society? You're not saying... You're not making them all doctors. You're not making them all ensuring they're going to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I think mm-hmm. most of the world's problems could be funneled back <clears throat> to the fact that oh, we've people est- having yeah, kids that we've established. Care of There's too many people. It's not even just not taking care of. It's just too many people in the world. Well, it's too many people, but mm-hmm. also, like, fucking take care of your damn kids. That's that's a topic that you'll never hear. Beat your children. Talk about. Beat your children. All right. Hillary, where do you fall? An empath and people are sensitive to things considered clairvoyant or psychic. Where do I fall? I feel like uh, we've discussed. I think it's just a sense. I think it's like a, like it's a, almost like a sixth sense, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think just like anybody else can have a odd, better sense of hearing, better sense of vision, yeah. you know, hypervision, hyperhearing. Why couldn't you also be in tune with energies of the world? If we believe that ghosts are energies, that your energy cannot be created or destroyed, that is within you that when you die it just passes to somewhere else either with incarnate reincarnation true maybe that's the real dipshits they're just brand new spirits 
Everybody's got just some innate sense. Everybody's got a little bit of callus on them from being reincarnated. But then you meet somebody that's a complete fucking moron, and we should just be like, they, they, well, hold on, they're new. That's a fresh soul out there. Colleen Thompson, Dave, I don't know if you've been asked or answered this before, but what are your thoughts on the liberal rednecks, well-read comedy? Yeah, they're doing it. They got a market. They're doing a thing. Congrats on all your viral success. Um, What else? Have you ever, have you two ever gotten into a fight or heated argument? Well, we've talked about the Hawaii rampage. Oh, yeah. God damn, that was fun. Here's a good one Sam Thomason. Did we, we never get in a fight? We got in a fight when you were going to. We were trying to do a Dave's Kitchen here, and I just moved in. Oh, yeah. That was just us having a little tiff. Misunderstanding. <clears throat> Sam Thomason. Okay, let's say a dying kid's wish is to punch a Bigfoot in the dick. His granddad died hunting Bigfoot or something. Would Make-A-Wish then be obligated to commit real resources searching the Pacific Northwest to hunt one down? Or would they just put John Cena in a big hairy coat and hope for the best? (laughs) (laughs) Also, for discussion, how far do you think Make-A-Wish is willing to go in general? Killing a homeless guy is probably out, but making out with Mila Kunis? Going on Bender with Keith Richards? Hunting a gorilla? Where's their line? I, I... I mean, I've heard plenty of Make-A-Wish jokes within comedy. Everybody's had them, but I do love the idea of, like, diabolical requests to Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Um, That's a good mm-hmm. question. Like, where's the line? Like, and mm-hmm. when they say no, it's like, come on, I'm dying. Well, they're not called Grant-A-Wish. They're called Make-A-Wish, and we'll try our best, you I think, is the parenthetical finish to their title. You made the wish, and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> it's not like it's, they're not genies. <laughs> they're just fucking people trying yeah. like, oh, you want to meet the uh, football guy? We can do that. Yeah. Space? Come on, buddy. <laughs> you live in a bubble here. <laughs> I don't think you're going to handle the pressure change. But a great, like, <clears throat> right on the border of, like, uh, uh, Curb your enthusiasm. Did an episode about that. About yeah. a kid was dying. And he wanted. To, he wanted. He just wanted to see a naked lady. Wanted to see a naked lady. And Larry was like, "Hmm, I'll see what I could do." But and all right. Like, but do you think like that's not a wish that <clears throat> the kid's going to have to tell his parents first? Do you think like just a cousin? Like you don't go to make a wish like he wants to see a naked lady. You go to your dirtbag cousin. And go get the. Uh, Get Teresa to show him her cans. But, like, all right, speaking you know? of Lacunas. Like, you, you know, you give him the Rocky Dennis treatment with that. That's you give him. But, but if they went mm-hmm. to Mila Kunis and said, hey, this kid's dying, let's make a wish. He wants to see your boobs. What do you say? No, they're not going to do it, that. They're not going to go they, to Mila Kunis. If they did that, any, what would Mila Kunis do is my question. They're not. Then you're already past the realm of reasonable hypothetical scenarios. But, no, seriously, like. <clears throat> Just dirty make a wish. You run. You know what you do. You run X-rated make a wish. If uh, that's that's a whole different. There's make a wish for kids, with, and then there's make a wish for adults. That may both. You just have a whorehouse with a lot of lookalikes in it. If uh, a gay kid, or teenager, was make a wish, you want to see my dick. What do I do? For you, do I show him my dick? Do you think make a wish? 
Make-A-Wish is an organization. It's not just something you say and then yes. it has to be done. Bypass that. The hypothetical, <clears throat> if, if, this, if somebody had direct contact with Mila Kunis or direct contact with me and like, hey, I'm dying. Can I see your boobs, Mila? Dave, can I see your dick? What do you do? I love the idea of someone's last dying wish is to see Dave Stone's dick. <laughs> uh, give me a second. Let Hold me, on. Let me see that kitchen pissing, wet, cheap, eating crank. What do you think of this? Yeah. You know what I want to leave this world? You know what I want to feel right before I die? Underwhelmed. <laughs> Nothing can be worse. Even death isn't scary after seeing this fucking kitchen pissers crank. All right, I'm a bad example. Mila Kunis, or any attractive Let's lady. Stop throwing her can under I the bus. See your boobs, yes or no? Just I'm dying. go to a strip club. I go. want to see your boobs. No, I'm the answer dying. is no. Well, everybody right. well, dies. Thanks. Now I'm dead. Yeah, everybody dies. If you're going to heaven, you have all the tits you want. Well, I think we've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> go to heaven, you can have all the tits you want. There we go. Uh, Thanks yeah. for <laughs> paying us money. Patreon, $4 a month. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Cal doesn't need your money. I need your money. I appreciate it. Bless all y'all's families. Anybody wants to see my dick, $5 a month. Go through the organization. <laughs> it's $5. It's one extra dollar a month. <laughs> all right. Well, you've just now prostituted yourself and maybe admitted to murder. Great it's stuff. It's an old joke I had. Worst pickup line. Hey, lady, if you like wieners, you should see mine. Good God. We could have ended 30 seconds ago. <laughs> the Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster.